Your soul's up alive, and I'll be you might as well come in. Hey. Hello. Hello. What, what song is that? I love that song. That is 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters. Oh, it's so good. Uh, which you may remember, I just found out was in the movie Wigstock, the 1995 documentary that focused on the drag music festival in the East Village. It was. Which had, I need to watch this because it has RuPaul. Lip Synca, Crystal Waters, The Lady Bunny, D-Light, Alexis Arquette. Oh, Alexis Arquette. It, yeah, it's, I really want to watch this. It looks fucking amazing. Alexis Arquette had a like really, really beautiful friendship with Luke Perry. Yeah, I know. I, I posted a photo of them together R. actually. After, both. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Apparently the song was inspired by her relationship at the time and she chose the stylings of the song as a reaction to the popularity of gangster rap during the mid-90s in the U.S. Very interesting. Yeah. Hey, and- welcome to Girly yeah. Bunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Girly I was like really into that history lesson. Though. I know we're trying to do fair use on these songs so we don't get sued, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, you know, I got I had to go down. Who could, I mean, they wrote a really catchy la di da da Yeah. That's how it went. Oh, Wait. did they do la di da 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 No, I think that's a no, maybe. Oh, maybe that's on... Uh-huh. I don't know. I Ask don't Alexa. Know. <laughs> a lot of these people have a lot of dance songs. Euro dance, I think it was yeah, called. Euro Do dance not really get Alexa involved in this. <laughs> Pierre Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau is listening to every word we say right now. So don't bring her I don't her think he puts this. in that many Pierre hours. Trudeau's listening also. <laughs> yeah. I really oh, on the grid. you were right. They did. They did. <laughs> hey, they did they do Lottie Dottie Dottie. It's called, called uh, oh, Gypsy call, Woman. Call. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to Girly Megs. Episode 53. Holy shit. Oh, wait. 53? 54. 54. 54 episodes around the table with these freaks. Yep. This is a 17 July 1995 issue. Yeah. So for those of us who are just tuning in, uh, Girly Mags takes you back into a time machine looking at all of your favorite teen magazines from the 90s and 2000s. So yes, as Andrea said, we've got an, uh, an issue of Seventeen Magazine from July 1995. Lots of good stuff. Alicia Silverstone on the front cover. Ugh, love. It's Alicia, right? Alicia. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, and we also have a, guest, a special guest, a special guest who has come back to do another episode. We've got Amanda Connell here. Uh, she is a writer, research assistant, and TA at Ryerson University, and she's finishing up a sociology degree soon, right? Yeah, I saw yeah. you apply for grad. Woo! Is awesome. it just Amanda? No O. It's no Amanda, O'Connell? Just Amanda saves the O'Connell for the bedroom. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you, know how, you know how frequently you call someone by their last name when you're yeah. having sex? Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Connell. laughs> oh, my name is Dee Mortimer, and Andrea recently posted um, something to our Instagram account about a girl who was totally ragging on her dad for being a porn addict, and she sent it to me and superimposed my face on the article <laughs> yeah. and I, my like, dad is an internet porn <laughs> addict and then i spent a very time i should have been working yeah to make the to Photoshop. turn me into a meme <laughs> <laughs> and then i put friend on top of dad yeah and it was i was in a meeting when i got it and just like literally <laughs> like snorted coffee out of my ha- my nose so that really hurt um but then i realized <laughs> That like porn addict sounds like to me, like I was like, why do I sound so skeezy? <laughs> so I'm instead going to say that I am an erotica addict. 
and yeah. it just happens that the erotica is super fucking filthy. An erotica connoisseur. Yes, absolutely. That's Ooh. what I think I am. So I'm not going to like, I'm going to go forward as an erotica addict so that Andrea stops sending me <laughs> superimposed photos on porn addict articles. If you felt good about it, you'd remove the addict. Part. Yeah. Mm. My favorite part of that, uh, which one of our followers talked about, he's, she wrote, he can't afford the tuition to my private Christian school, but he spent $300 on porn. <laughs> Say what you want about modern life. He is saving a lot of money on porn these days. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, and someone else wrote, can you imagine paying for porn? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like Pornhub Premium, which I do not understand. I guess if you're like into very specific thing, I don't even know what you would do. Yeah. Like, There's some really quality feminist porn out there that is yep. worth paying what for. Oh, you know what it is? If you're like Sting and you're like tantric and it takes you eight hours to come, so you need like an eight-hour clip. Yeah. So you're just sitting there like jacking <laughs> well, it. Right slowly, a, very slowly. There is an option to sort by longest. But I think Pornhub Premium gives you like the lengthier... Who has that kind of time? When you used to like buy a DVD of porn and they were like an hour long. I have bought one. Who needs this? It was $80. Yeah. I would pay $2 for like a two minute thing of porn. (laughs) As a recommendation, I'm very into Adam Ramsey right now. That guy (laughs) eats ass like he's being fucking graded on it. It's a beautiful thing. What would you give him? An A plus? Oh, like... I would give him an 11 Honorary on doctorate. like a More 10. like Adam Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I appreciate your work, Adam Ramsey. Hi, <laughs> uh, my name is James Holliday, Marilyn Mansplain, and I have a few shower thoughts for you. Oh, God. I guess I'm 36. I guess I'm you never going to have an Adam's apple. <laughs> you don't have one? No. You, you have, have one. It's just hidden. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like prominent. What's an Adam's apple do? I have a deep-ish voice. I don't know what it is. Adam's does. apple's not adding, like, it's not like a reverberated deep box voice. I don't know. You just never get an Fact official. Check. Your body never sends you an official notice that you're through puberty. Yeah. So you kind of just forget about it. And then one day at 36, I'm in the shower and I'm just like, huh. It I guess another, I never got it says an Adam's a function apple. of the Adam's apple is related to the deepening of the voice. Well, oh, okay. go fuck yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have any medical function, so. Also, if you ever watch time travel movies, Mm-hmm. And they're like, time travel can't exist because if it did, how come we're not seeing any time travelers? That's what people use to debunk the idea of time travel because like, if it exists, someone's already created it so they would already be back here. Right. Right? Why would they but come back here? Yeah. Any, at, at any time. They would have already come back in time. Ugh. So like, it, it, must not, it, ne- it must be impossible. But if you believe in the multiverse theory... We just live in one of the many different realities in which it hasn't been invented yet. You thought all of this Which about is thoroughly all of this plausible, in the which is equally as plausible as the existing. The fact that we just live in a reality, one of the infinite realities in which it doesn't exist. Did you come up with these thoughts before or after you used my conditioner to masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Andrea Johns here, and I'm back from my travels. I went to Nevada, Reno, Nevada, specifically. Lucky bitch. Which, no, you know, Reno's weird. No because- one's ever said lucky bitch with <laughs> you know regards what? to going to we Reno, Nevada. We are stuck Nevada. in the ass end of fucking winter, yep. and Andrea was somewhere where it was warm. It's so true. you know what? Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. It, it was pretty warm. Uh, Reno's weird, though, because it's like half of the town is Karen moms with like 
chunky blonde highlights and expensive cars stuck in like 2004 fashion. And then the other half is like meth heads. So it's just like, I'm in like somewhere in between. Either way, everybody's <laughs> talking to a manager. I said, I've always said when you get off the plane in Reno, they should, give, they should just issue good. a pair of cargo shorts and white tennis shoes as a man. Because that's what every guy where they're wearing. Well, you're halfway there with your golf shirt. All right. I guess it's time for This Month in History. Let me unlock my phone with a nude photo of Dr. Phyllis the screensaver. Oh, God. He still has that. It freaks me out every time I accidentally see it. <laughs> All right. The magazine we're doing is 17 for the month of July in 1995. So I'm going to take you back and give you a little context about what was going on in July of 1995. Once again, kind of a dull month. On July 9th, the U.S. international posted rates rise to 60 cents per ounce. <laughs> For what? Uh, Postage? Yeah, 60 cents. How much is it now? I haven't per, sent a letter in I don't in years. know. I didn't do any research. <laughs> July 17th, Forbes magazine announces Bill Gates is the richest man in the world with a net worth of $12.9 billion. Hmm. Has Jeff Bezos passed him now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck, like triple. Oh, yeah, multiple Bill Gates times. Bill a piece of shit and gave away all his money. Yeah. The Bill and Melinda Foundation. Mm. July 18th, way before he was, uh, anyone knew of him, uh, Barack Obama released Dreams for My Father. His cool. memoir. Oh, I thought you were going to say his album. I'm like, I'll listen to that. <laughs> July 23rd, uh, the Hale-Bopp comet is discovered and becomes visible to the naked eye nearly a year later. Uh, Bad news for Haley and Bop. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the, the Heaven's, Heaven's Gate, Gate called Murder yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I discovered this fun comet. Comet. My name's, Condom. <laughs> my name's Dave Haley and Mary Bop. Everyone's going to love this comet. Is that, it's like is that forever associated with... No, that's not their real names. I'm very gullible. <laughs> yeah. Dave believes right. everything. In music, July 3rd, the members of TLC filed for bankruptcy with debts over 3.5 million. Yeah, they got uh, fucked by their manager. Yeah. Shouldn't have gone chasing those waterfalls. <laughs> oh my god. July 4th, Bob Ross dies. Oh. No. I thought he was still alive. He also has a very very uh, they took um an episode of his painting show. What's it called? Fuck. Painting with Bob Ross. Yeah. Something like that. But he's on Good like guess. the Calm app. <laughs> Which is like sleep stories for adults, and it's literally just him talking and painting. And I fucking am lights out every single time <laughs> yeah. I listen to it. That sounds amazing. That it's a beautiful, beautiful. He should have been thing. a therapist. He has such a great therapist. Oh, voice. he's such a great voice. Fair deal. Though, Art therapist. Same day, Post Malone was born. <laughs> In film, such films as Kids came out. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. Talk about kids. Oh my god. <laughs> Waterworld, the net, under siege to the dark territory. And the Indian in the cupboard. Oh, oh no. Frank Oz. Ouch. It is a children's book of the same name. It's about a boy who okay, I don't know what he on his ninth birthday. The kid's name is Omri, by the way. That might be his last. No, these kids have weird last names. Ninth birthday, Omri receives an old cupboard from his brother Gillian. As I a already don't present. like it. I, don't I read like that it. book in school. I don't know what your relationship school. with your brother is as a nine-year-old. Who gives a cupboard as a birthday present? <laughs> That's like when you get the shitty uh, prices Right showcase. I don't even care yeah. if these kids have a wildly disparate, different in age, and he's going off to college. Like, you don't give me a cupboard as a... Who owns a cupboard <laughs> as a nine-year-old? <laughs> Anyways, it had an 18th century Iroquois mini Indian. Woo! It says Indian in it, by the way. So, yeah, no, 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 For no, those of fine. you that don't know, Iroquois is the French word. It's actually Haudenosaunee. That's what we call ourselves. Mm-hmm. His name was Little Bear. And 
it's about teaching a white kid that murdering indigenous people is bad. <laughs> so we all learned that lesson. Yeah. Woo! I, think, I think that book was the only piece of literature in my entire secondary education that, that touched it. on anything know, to right? do and with she has one indigenous person to this day <laughs> not one Good job frank oz <laughs> wait is it the oz frank oz like yeah frank oz oh. he mm-hmm. uh it was the from the show uh oz on hbo no <laughs> the prisons the prison oh, rape show god that show it, i tried to okay it was it. a little more complicated <laughs> than prison rape okay I, I just can't watch it sorry it has a lot of the nazi prison rape show <laughs> It has a lot of, uh, like, front-facing, talking, like, break the fourth wall, which you might forget, but Sex in the City, the first season, does that, where she talks to the camera yeah. a lot. It's very, I don't know. It's I, hate it. I hate I it. I hate it. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons I had trouble with when I started watching Fleabag, but then I liked it. I got used to it. But Fleabag, breaking the fourth Fleabag's wall worth bo- it. bothers me sometimes. I don't know why. Uh. Also released was the Michelle Williams vehicle, Species. Uh, in the movie, scientists receive information from an alien broadcast about how to splice alien into human DNA. Ben Kingsley. This has like a really good cast. Alfred Molina's in it. Oh, shit. Uh, he goes forward with the experiment, making a female under the assumption that a female would be more docile and controllable. <laughs> oh, did Michelle Williams kill everybody? Please tell me. Uh, she escapes. The alien busts out. Not so docile and controllable. <laughs> She meets a man at a nightclub. Kills him. But sensing that he is diabetic, she rejects him. <laughs> Bad luck for diabetes. I'm signing on right now. I'm going to watch this. Then he tries to sexually assault her. Oh, fuck. Which prompts her to kill him by puncturing his skull with her tongue. Amazing. I am on Team Alien with this one. Yeah. I'm always on Team Alien. Even for even the movie Alien, I was on Team Alien, and that thing killed everybody. Then she meets another guy whose name's John Kerry, played by Whip Hubley. (laughs) He's the brother of actress Susan Hubley, who was married to Kurt Russell and who produced a son named Boston Russell, which sounds like a dog. That family needs to eradicate their bloodline of terrible fucking first names. I'm sorry, but Hubley sound like he fucked. <laughs> Whip, he sounds like he eats ass. Yeah. Whip season yes. in Boston. Uh, I was looking up weird baby names the other day, and you know Shannon Sossaman, the super babe? Yes. She was in like 40 Days of Her. Kid's name is Audio Science. No. No. It no. Is. no, it's it not. It's Audio uh, Science. Jason Lee's son is named Pilot Inspector. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Just fuck everybody. And I'm sending everybody to the corner. Like, fuck everybody. Time out. Nobody put the audio science in the corner. No. No, not the kids. That kid didn't choose his name. His fucking stupid parents did. Later, she attempts to mate, but uh, they come after her and she flees in her mutant form with tentacles on her shoulders and back naked into a forest. (laughs) Which has been the ending to every sexual encounter I've ever had. And is now the thing that's in the Forbidden Forest in Harry Potter. (laughs) That's actually uh, one of Dee's Pornhub search terms. Absolutely. (laughs) Tentacles. Tentacle porn. Gross. Bye. 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 The men and weapons of the atomic age battle to the death against the ageless monster of the deep. Well, let me get to the point. Let's roll another joint. Turn the radio loud. I'm too alone to be proud. You don't know how it feels. Oh, Tom.
Tom Petty. Is that not Wildflowers? Yes, it is. Produced by Rick Rubin. Rick. Zen master who doesn't know anything about music, just knows vibe. Wildflowers is such a good album, too. It's so strong. Uh, Tom Petty. I'm so happy I got to see him in concert. I know. I'm so lucky. I don't go to a lot of concerts, though, that aren't like me on the floor right next to the band. I don't go to any concert now. But... Well, apparently that song, MTV, they censored the roll out of Let's Roll Another Joint, and they played a version that played the word joint backwards. It's just weird how far we've come for like censorship from like 1995 was to that now. The U- now was that the US, though, or did Canada uh, censor it? It just as says well? MTV and VH1, so I'm, uh, I'm not sure. I have a terrible story about censorship. Uh, Schoolie D's I Don't Like Rock and Roll. <laughs> it has a lyric in it that's like, the stone cold rockin' is a thing of the past, and all you long haired F word slur against gays can kiss my ass. And they left in. No. They the left in the F word censored ass. ass. Fuck oh off. my God. That's where we were in 1988. <sighs> you know what? Literally, everybody get to the fucking corner. Get you out. are in a fucking timeout. I'm like, <laughs> with, I'm like an old man with my suit being like, I don't know. Some people might be offended by the term ass. Oh, fuck off. We are on. The Trauma-Rama segment. This is the part of the magazine where they read most embarrassing moments. Listen to Andrea vamp while she's totally disorganized does not have the thing open. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Sorry. No, let's let her vamp. Let's not even edit this ah! out. So how's everyone weekend? Good? Yeah. What do you guys yeah. got plan going yeah. on for this weekend? Just studying. Just going to study a lot. Yeah. I got fucking nothing going on. I haven't left the house in like let my dog hunt my leg. Two weeks. <laughs> starting! Okay. This is the Trauma-Rama segment, and because it's July 1995, it's a summer job-themed one. Uh, When you get a summer job, the last thing you think about is how humiliating it may be. Well, here are some reminders. First of all, I want to ask you what your guys' first job was, or your first summer job, I guess, like, it could be babysitting. I was a Dickie D for two days <laughs> until I let a five-year-old pay with pennies and I got back and the man said I owed him money. <laughs> <laughs> That's such child labor. They do that with newspapers too. I, I, also, I also delivered Sears magazines as a kid. Did you masturbate to them before? I had a few extra. Good Lord. <laughs> what was your first job? I was a busser like hostess at uh, a restaurant and I got paid under the table I'm pretty sure it was mafia owned <laughs> and the manager was this German dude who got like deported and I'm assuming it's because Nazi hunters found him <laughs> <laughs> I was a telemarketer oh. and I was like 13 yeah, that's and hilarious. I lied about my age I told so you that to I fuck off get... a lot <laughs> <laughs> I probably told you to fuck off a lot oh yeah probably like yeah. you were like selling stuff no no, we were we were calling. Uh, this is ter- it's so bad. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> we were calling old like o- older people, senior citizens in the states, and trying to get them to consolidate their credit card debt. Oh. I.e., give us their credit card numbers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to help them though at all? No. no. <laughs> I, no. I don't think so. Dating service before the internet, where I would pretend to lonely uh, older women to be a gay man to sell them like men that were way under their league. What the I had, fuck? I had a standard line where I said, honey, he has a $20 bill lying on the sidewalk. Pick him up. <laughs> I would say that to people frequently. <laughs> and it worked. Oh. He got fired from that job for taking his pants off. Your life is fascinating. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the his manager was Jack Layton's daughter. Oh wow! <laughs> From his first marriage. Yeah, not with yeah. Olivia. She sucked. <laughs> um, okay, so the trauma rama segment. Uh, there's there's two here, but I'm gonna read the first one because I have a story. Babysitter blunder. Last summer, I babysat for the children of my parents' friends. The kids had grown up bilingual in Italian and English. I speak a little Italian, but not nearly as much as the little ones. One day, the kids tested my skills by saying, Como stai? How are you? I replied, penne, without hesitation, (laughs) thinking I had impressed them. Then I realized that instead of saying bene, meaning well, like I'd meant to, I had named a part of the male anatomy. The kids ran to tell their mother who thought I was being gross on purpose. Wait, (laughs) that's just dick pasta? (laughs) (laughs) All she said was penis, though. Yeah. Well, they need to fucking grow up, don't they? Yeah. It's named after dicks, that pasta, that skinny... No, that's no. P-E-N-E, not e- P-E-N-N-E. Can you notice the extra N <laughs> pronunciation in Ben-ay. saying it? Uh, <laughs> I was a babysitter for a guy that was a dog trainer, and this story isn't going where you think it is. Uh, <laughs> when I was 14... I have no expectations. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to invite my boyfriend over, but I knew that he wouldn't allow it, so I said that he was my cousin... And then he was like finger banging me in the basement and the guy came home and then I did. (laughs) Holy shit. Like mid finger bang. And like, I was too embarrassed to explain that he wasn't my cousin. So he had to drive us home in the back of the car. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) For like a half an hour in the car. Anyways, he never called me back to babysit again. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I kind of don't blame him, Andrea. Did finger banger call you back at least? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we dated for a bit. Me and my cousin. <laughs> I have. A, I... Was this in Reno? Huh? No, it was in when I lived in uh, Fort Erie, which is like on the border of Buffalo. Because uh, it sounds like it happened in Reno. <laughs> no, I was just going to leave that there. <laughs> um, I have a babysitting story about how I almost killed all the kids I babysat for. <laughs> I babysat for a little boy and his little sister, and I didn't know how to work the gas stove properly <laughs> and literally almost gassed us all. You just left it on, like, going? Yeah. Luckily, the father came home right... Like, the father walked in the door as I had, like, the stove turned on. And he's just like, why does it smell like fucking gas in here? And I was like, I'm trying to make macaroni and cheese. And he's just like, you have to light the... You have to light the oven. Like, you can't... Like, the stove. In your defense, I didn't know how to work a gas stove until I was, like, 21. Yeah, I'm very happy that I didn't kill anybody, though. Because I would have died as well. So... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the kids. Did you ever get called back for that job? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I have to quit my job because of something that happened. Uh, I, I, this doesn't pay all the bills, girly mag, so I have a regular job. I work in an office building. And uh, I used to work nights, which is nice because I, but I don't like uh, people. I don't like eating in front of people. <laughs> I definitely don't like pooping in front of people or with people around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I wanted to have like a normal life. And uh, so I was at the office during the day and it's like fucking Piccadilly Circus. There's a million people around fucking playing foosball, like doing cartwheels. I fucking hate modern life. We actually have a slide at our office. I had to go to the bathroom and uh, number two. And my floor is very busy. So I thought, hey, I'll go up to the eighth floor, the top floor that's only used for like events. Did you shit your pants? No. I So I went in the top floor. I used to not be able to poop at all in public. Uh, like high school, I'd wait till I got home. He was and like then in my early from, uh, 20s, I had a trial by fire where I uh, I took a dump at rush hour in um, Grand Central Station in New York <laughs> where there's like 10 million people coming and going and I'm just sitting there. Anyways. Um, so now I'm able to do it, but only in the best of conditions. 
And I went upstairs to the eighth floor, thought, this is great. No one's there. No one works on that floor. And I go into the handicap stall because I like to spread out. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I see, I, I can't believe this actually happened to me because it's not supposed to happen. It sounds like a meme, but I just see like wheelchair wheels. Coming oh, out. no. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of uh, hit, uh, hit for a while and he left. And then on my way out, I saw him again, and I kind of have a bad back, so I just exaggerated my limp. Oh my god! You know what? I'm really, I'm actually really happy that that took a public service announcement bend, because I was literally about to start lecturing people on not using the accessibility. By the way, I need it though. I need it though because when my back's really bad, yeah, I kind of have to like use the thinking because I have like weird back problems especially then it's gotten big like comes and goes nothing they can do uh so i had to use like the thing to like lower myself oh yeah down. no 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 so, ju- like, no like, judgment me, looking at me i don't seem like i need it yeah so then i kind of just like got out of but there and exaggerated the no no no. yeah no no judgment or anything like that like if you need to use it use it but i mean if you're one of those people who are just using it to spread yeah. your legs and like spread your wings like please don't like <laughs> leave wings. that for people who need the stall <laughs> I like to man spread at a urinal, just like oh, spread fuck. my legs out underneath <laughs> the next stall. Ik hou van lekker fris. Ik hou van lekker anders. Ik hou van lekker met een eigen smaak. Ik hou van vers. Mm-hmm. En ik wil licht. Mm. Of met het oog op neemt de wicht. Dus wat je steekt van Napelzet. Is lekker een frisse sandwich bread. Heim sandwich bread. Lekker fris, lekker anders. Don't want no short dick. What if he's like man. a considerate lover who uses other influences, you know? <laughs> I mean, you can actually not want a big dick man because they won't put in any effort otherwise. Be like, I got this. What else am I going to do? Nothing. I can't sleep with people with huge dicks. Well, that's why. Me neither, bro. That's why I'm with James. <laughs> uh, lies. Lies. I can't lie. The lies. Uh, apparently. Without- you have enough shit to rip on me about without resorting to lies. <laughs> Sandra Gillette said that she did that to strike back at all the women bashing songs, especially in rap. You know, that don't want a huge vagina girl, that <laughs> hit song. There is that song Camel Toe, which is great to do. What was the one that came out that, that like, don't don't want uh, the, the, the guys? Yeah, the pigeons. I don't want no pigeon. That was for Scrubs. That was, oh, that was a response right. to Scrubs. Men don't strike first. Uh, <laughs> radio stations refused to play the song due to perceiving it as misandric, discriminatory, and ableistic to- towards those oh, with oh, microphallism. The, mis- oh, the misandry. A little bit of misandry. <laughs> I remember just bopping out to that song as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah, like fully. Seven years I'm like, don't want no short dick, man. <laughs> 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 uh, we are diving into the sex and body, which is my favorite segment. Um, this one's particularly fucking dark, though. Holy shit. Is it about short dicks? No, no. It's about a boyfriend who should be put in jail. <laughs> because he has a short dick? <laughs> no. <a> short dick jail? <laughs> You're going to regret making jokes about this. <laughs> Um, so the question comes uh, from, I guess, oh no, the advice is from Sarah Duncan. Anyway, um, I love my boyfriend, but lately things have gotten out of control. He wants to have sex, but I don't. I want to have it later at the right time and place. He's been dropping hints like leaving condoms taped to my steering wheel Ew. and so lingerie weird. in my backpack. Ew! He's obsessed and I hate to get him mad. He has a huge temper. One time he Ooh. slapped me <gasps> when I when I wouldn't let him put 
put his hands up my shirt. Please help me. How can I safely say no? Should I just go ahead and do it? I no, hate call him. the police. Wow. I hate oh, him. Poor girl. I know. I hate him. He is just, oh, fuck. Not that only are you abusive, you're a piece of shit. Huge piece. But of she shit. didn't even present it. Should I break up with him? Dude? Yeah. Like, should I what do it? Or like, say? how do I? The say advice no? is so fucking good. I love it. It's this was 1995, but yeah. even this was just like completely like non-ambiguous yeah. uh, like uh, advice. So needless to say, this is the advice. Needless to say, you're completely right to put off having sex until you're ready. And he's absolutely wrong to bully you the way that he has. And his hints in quotes uh his hints go beyond acceptable behavior they're actually pretty aggressive then there's his out of control temper which is totally inexcusable anytime a guy hits you he's way out of line i know you love him but i and i know how hard that makes it but you should break up with him right away yes so and then sarah and it goes into like giving her advice on like getting in touch with um with people at like crisis intervention and battered women and basically says like make sure that when you break up with them you have somebody with you and it goes through all all of this like really 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 good advice it's like kind of long so I'm not going to read the whole thing but the gist of it was make sure you get out of that very unsafe situation and like you are completely right and none of this is your fault so but yeah. that's crazy if this is your first relationship it's really easy to normalize this behavior yeah be like I don't know it's just how guys are it's like that's not how no. non-violent psychopaths are that's how fucking criminals are and like it was just but it's every once in a while like we come across you know advice that's not, that doesn't go far enough or advice that's like really kind of like not the best advice and we can talk about it as a sign of the times or not but this I like to give kudos when I see really 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 good advice um, because sometimes it's few and far between in some of these magazines Um, and this one even from 1995 was very much like please get out of that situation like you're in you're Molly you in danger girl who do you talk you don't want to tell your parents at that age yeah so it's like you almost want to like encourage them to talk to their whatever system of women they have around them that aren't their parents. Yeah. Because anyone will tell you like, no, my boyfriend doesn't do that. That's fucking beyond normal. I kind of wish it said like, tell his mother yeah. <laughs> you know tell his mother cut his yeah. dick off like Lorena Bobbitt oh yeah but the other thing is is that you like they obviously that like you know the the internet was in its like infancy sp- crazy infancy I don't think I went online until like 97 so but anytime, you had to be like anytime, a rich kid out of the internet back anytime then. these questions come along I'm just like oh fuck I hope you got out of that before these guys actually gave you the advice because who knows if this question was from like a year ago it's weird or- if I got that message I would like contact right away I wonder if there's a follow-up. You need like that Dr. Phil shit, that (laughs) pretend Dr. Phil shit, where he's like, I will get you in touch with resources right away. We're going to put it like Like, you know, like if you see that and it comes into your thing and you have a certain level of responsibility as an editor, don't wait a month to put this out in the world. Like track her down. I mean, you don't have those resources. You don't have Dr. Phil's resources. (laughs) Well, I think the other thing too is that at that age, you know, you're already kind of we actually had this conversation yesterday James was like when you're a teenager you don't have sex with somebody before you're in a relationship and I was like that's not true I Mm -hmm. slept with people that I wasn't well because you want them to be your boyfriend or whatever but this girl was already in the relationship so you're already tied up in that uh, you know I love him and you know when you're that age everything feels so over the top not to not to diminish but in this situation where if you are a teen boy and you want to have sex with your girlfriend it's like I'm waiting for the right time you shouldn't shove laundry in her backpack you should spend all your time and money creating magical experiences (laughs) hoping it's the right time those kids obviously an idiot just fireworks going off also where the fuck did he get money for laundry I don't even have money for laundry don't hint 
Just be patient. If it's not the right time, it's not the right time. Just keep giving her amazing experiences. Yeah. Don't tape fucking condoms to her. Dr- like it almost that wheel. almost sounds to me like taping condoms to a steering wheel, being violent, and like the with the lingerie in the yeah. backpack. Like as I was reading that, I was like, this this can't be fucking real. Come on. Like this sounds yeah. like. Yeah, this sounds fun. I know that it's real, yeah. obviously, like, but you know, it's just—it's just, it's just like, why would you do that? You it's know, so- he stole—he shoplifted it from Sears. Yeah, <laughs> which they can't pay me to deliver catalogs. We <laughs> keep stealing from them. <laughs> There's more for your life at Sears. If you think you know Sears catalog, wait till you see this. But yeah, I think that you know, like this is kind of indicative of a time. Like I'm going to go, like I'm going to assume that this is a legit question that came from somebody who was being completely honest. And yeah. honestly, it reads a little too innocent to be something that isn't honest. Yeah, like it's deep. It's a deeply confused question. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, like you know, people like boys who treat girls like that, especially back then, there you can just kind of tell, like what was happening when like no one was having conversations about consent and what that looked like. And I was just kind of like thinking about kind of some of the shows that I've been watching lately and just like the phenomenal consent conversations happening in television right now are just amazing. Like sex, uh, the, the, the series sex education. Oh, such a good show. Such a good show. So good. Having so many, like all of the sex is sort of like, there's like, like total like conversations around consent and understanding what's going on. And the whole like basic, of that show is just so smart but also Jillian um, Anderson is so hot in that show too oh my too. god I, yeah we I need to not talk about that because <laughs> it's like this will get uncomfortable for everyone involved but the movies that were out like to all the boys I've loved before it has a, a sequel um that just came out a couple of weeks ago and that had a lot of really great conversations to all the boys around. I still love boys boys something like that yeah you. it's based on like novels like young adult novels I think but um but they're really really good and the acting is really good and it's just kind of like these really nice looks of of like you know what boyfriends should look like for girls like yeah. where it's just constant like you know asking for consent checking in and all of that shit and it's just like you know I, I was reading this question and I was just like you poor kid like well just- and the thing too is in the 90s like because sex was such a hands-off topic like it's like here there's abstinence and then there's like condoms and that's it. There's nothing about consent. There's nothing about. And you were lucky if you got yeah. condoms. Yeah. Especially depending on what school you went to, what kind of Catholic, if you were in the Catholic school or if you went, to, if you were homeschooled, like you're, I'm sure that your knowledge of sex was even less. But the other thing I was just looking at this and some people might be like, oh, well, is it that big of a problem? But teen domestic violence is huge. Stalking, physical aggression. Uh, one in 11 female teens reported experiencing physical dating violence in the last year. I'm sure cyberbullying cyber bu- cyber bu- yeah. cyber is yeah. like a big, huge yeah. one now too. And uh, 26% of women and 15% of men experience intimate par- partner violence before the first time or for the first time before age 18. So these are like formative years when you're learning about what makes a relationship healthy or what what's not healthy. So having that kind of advice at a time where you would, like, where would you find this? At the library, you know? It's also not just about teaching women. It's about teaching young men. Absolutely. To so much of the culture. I grew up in the 90s. I've mentioned this before. Uh, I grew up in the 90s. And uh, <laughs> some of the culture is about scamming, cheating any way you can. Women are your adversaries. They're trying to keep this sex from you. Look at and you have to get it movie. any way you can. That's the plot. And just training men to just not see women as... They're their adversaries who are trying to stop them from getting what they want. Treating men to see women as being like equals and not raising them to just hate women. Yeah. It's 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 crazy to get out of that age and just get and 
teach men just don't women aren't your enemy yeah and also what you were saying before about how you know let's hope that this wasn't like this let's hope this was the last relationship that this person had like that because if that was your first relationship and that's what you think relationships moving forward are supposed to look like on like the woman's side that's you know that's important but it's also important on on the on the dude's side too to be like okay i this should this behavior should not be allowed i should not be able to repeat it because if he gets away with it that first time then he's going to keep on doing it forever so like men need to be taught how to you know oh that not kid's going to keep assholes. on doing that forever he needs yeah. to <sighs> i hope not right now <laughs> motherfuckers good lucky he didn't date me i would have punched him back in his fucking face i mean but and like you can say it but like at the same time like you can say that and we can talk all day long about how we would have done stuff differently but i mean like it's so complicated when you're in abusive relationships and people are always just like well why did you stay and it's like because i didn't have i didn't know that i could want anything different or i didn't know that i could leave also when you leave you get killed sometimes also people complain about call-out culture that's why call-out culture is so important because back in the day she'd be like oh he hit me then he spread an alternate rumor and people would believe him because yeah. believe men was the slogan back then and it Wise. would just be like oh yeah she's just exaggerating she's a bitch yeah and, or she was crazy my crazy ex-girlfriend like that's why it's so great to have this women support women thing now that exists where you believe, believe women, women. Yeah. when they say that thing people are more likely to be like yeah this guy's a piece of shit to watch out for him yeah but i mean like and to and to go back to what andrea was saying about um about like the you know all of the statistics that she was listing a lot of this also comes down to um like the lack of adequate uh sexual and reproductive health education that's provided to kids and we always get like bogged down by you know the radical right or whatever saying things like I don't want to teach my kids about anal sex and blah 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 and it's like abstinence only and I'm like no one's saying that abstinence only isn't a lesson you can yeah. teach. I mean, it's it's don't scientifically, it's true. Don't call them the radical ri- right, because Whatever. that sounds like they're doing sick melon grabs on the way to protest. <laughs> the fair enough, fair enough. But like nobody's saying like, you know, like I, I'm not saying don't have abstinence only conversations with your students. They just, that just shouldn't be the only conversation yeah, you're well, having. Because you if, if a kid doesn't want to, if a kid doesn't want to have sex and mm-hmm. wants to just abstain for whatever reason, that's cool. Like yeah. if you don't want to have sex, don't have sex. But abstinence only doesn't work if that's the only conversation you're having with them so you should be having conversations around relationships and around sex because how are you going to get to the part where you talk about what to do if somebody's pressuring you into sex right you can't just say like oh it's it's a sin to have sex or it's a sin not to abstain you have to talk about like if you find yourself in this situation here are the things that you can do and please come and tell somebody if this is a situation like can you imagine or what to do if you want to have sex and, and you feel like you want yeah. to have sex not to demonize that be like okay here's how yeah. to protect yourself the best way you can and can you imagine just being a kid and feeling like the only thing the only place you can turn to is a magazine like i'm hoping this kid had other adults to reach out to and that this wasn't the first and only attempt to contact somebody to get an answer to a really concerning question oh don't worry we have our national system of cool ants and hip <laughs> art teachers that we rely so much on yeah. for women's health. Like, it's insane. <laughs> this is the system we rely on. Hip lesbian ant and hippie art teacher who we rely Absolutely. on young women to have to reach out to. Hopefully they have that in their system. Otherwise, you're fucked. Also, yeah. defund our- Planned Parenthood. We have these women making $40,000 no, no, a year. No, that's not the lesson we're taking from this. Do not defund Planned Parenthood. <laughs> we already They're have so these 
important. $40,000 a year with their weird necklaces. We have that reason. Unless that lesbian aunt has a degree in nursing or like a medical degree, I'm not going to trust them to like, you know, have good advice for what to do with my body if I get Why knocked up. Why not pay teachers and... Uh, especially teachers extra for training on this because yeah. that is who they're most likely. Why not just pay teachers more in yeah, general? Exactly. <laughs> Agreed. For our listeners out there, like especially we're steeped, in the United States, we're steeped. Uh, Ontario is steeped in a huge like teachers strike right now yeah. for elementary schools. I want to say. Uh, yeah, I think it's and, elementary and high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we're very much on the side of teachers. Go teachers! Yay! Yeah. But yeah, why not pay extra for extra te- less uh, extra training for teachers because they are the most likely Frontline. people yeah, they're front that line. someone's going to, and that's all unpaid labor. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, we're not in the least bit qualified for this, but we could probably direct you to appropriate resources and yeah. be an ear to listen. Our inbox is always open if you need, you know, we do like to fuck around we make jokes and talk about shitting our pants, yeah. but we also have a serious side and we have an open inbox for anybody who may need to talk, may need somewhere to vent, maybe just have like, need someone to talk to anonymously you can yep. do that you can send us an email and we can try and direct you and empathize think of us as your aunts who brought their <laughs> quote roommate to thanksgiving dinner <laughs> Lyrics of that song, it says, we are young, we are free, something, something, keep our teeth clean. <laughs> James, you wouldn't know anything about that. I am obsessed with my dental health. <laughs> When's the last because time I don't go to the dentist, I am obsessed with keep my, I brush like really aggressively. Just that's not good either. Not a single no, bit of enamel left on my teeth. It's not good for your enamel s- either. Go to the dentist. I have strong teeth, <laughs> uh, genetically strong. Oh, Okay. That's a new one I haven't heard before. <laughs> I'm going to go to my... It's going to be one of those things where, like, I, I will die in, uh, like, in, like, five years from, like, a heart attack or, like, cancer. Oh, my God. And I'll be like, hey, don't have to... Didn't that teeth thing never was a problem? Uh, in an interview for this song, the the singer said it wasn't written as an anthem. It wasn't supposed to be a rally cry for our generation. The stuff was about we are young, we run green. Isn't about being 19, but really 13 or 14 and just discovering girls and drinking. Oh, wow. Woo, teens! <laughs> rally and cry for what? Drinking and Drinking and discovering girls. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking and finger banging at 14. <laughs> In the green. With my cousin Jane. Yeah. Finger banging Are we awareness. like you? We can't be sure. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys remember how much time you would spend? Just, I'm not going to get it shit, but just like with just being like limited to finger banging with all the time you'd put in. Now it'd be like, all right, stop wasting my time. <laughs> uh, I just remember a lot of a dry humping, which wasn't fun. I remember mm-hmm. just getting carpal tunnel from finger banging, but I wouldn't quit, and it would just be like, James, oh, we're still there. I would get like so much friction from like dry humping. <laughs> I was good. 18, thank you very much. <laughs> I love making out, but once you start getting into like the friction, I start getting very uncomfortable. Right. Speaking of fucking your family members. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I did it. He wasn't my real cousin in case oh my you didn't. Oh my god. Get this is earlier. a good way to lead into yeah. it though. But clueless, I mean they Josh and Cher like yeah. pioneered They're the not porn related. Hub, the steps brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. They were pioneers of just And what she's supposed to be like 16 yeah. or 15 or 16 in that movie and and how old is she's the stepbrother? He's like 22. He's like she's a, a freshman okay. or yeah. He's yeah. probably I think he's first year college which is 19 
18, yeah. 19. And she is like 17. I think 16. she's like a senior. No, in high I don't oh, think, she, I think she's, drive. she's. I think 15. she's 15. She's 15. She's just getting the learner's permit. Yeah, yeah, she like has, she hasn't turned 16 yet because they reference the fact that Ty is. 16. Wait, they don't do anything though. They don't. Fuck. They make out. They kiss. That's. I mean, um, apparently, ugh, 19 to 15. That's like an alternative ending creep. to that that got put on the cutting room floor was. Um, Remember at the end when they you think that they, it's them that gets married, but it's Mrs. Geist and Mr. Hall or whatever. Yeah. It was supposed to be Mrs. Geist and uh, Josh. <laughs> they were supposed to get married, what? but it was like a dream sequence, and then it oh. didn't fit with the movie. Well, that's so they stupid. Just that really that? is stupid. Yeah. yeah, it's a dream sequence. It's yeah. stupid. All right, well, good they cut it. And right. Reese Witherspoon Ugh. and Sarah Michelle Geller were almost played share. I think Reese Witherspoon would have made a good share too, because she's got that. Yep. Yeah, she, well, legally yeah. blonde. Yeah, legally right? blonde. Oh, Woods. <laughs> I mean, she yeah. doesn't have the just electric whatever Alicia Silverstone had that moment of just so charming just like and and like dumb but smart yeah you know like she's clearly smart but insulated like she just plays it perfectly yeah that um when she's giving that speech the RSVP thing oh my god that's my favorite thing yeah when she said did she say Hadians Hadians Hadians. that was an actual mispronunciation and they left it in (laughs) that's amazing I know She's definitely playing the role of Cheryl. Oh, I like this movie so much more before I thought about the ages. Yeah. And now it's like, if it was like just a man, okay, they're not rich and it's not Paul Rudd. It's a guy in first year university coming back to date a 15 year old <laughs> and say that it's not set in LA, it's set in Buffalo. Oh That's God. a way different fucking movie. <laughs> this guy's a fucking loser smoking weed all the time. <laughs> you just watched the movie this morning. He has a nice car, like a souped up Honda Civic and that makes him cool. No, he doesn't, but he doesn't actually have a car at all, even in the Beverly Hills one. Mm. He drives around in the Jeep with Cheryl. Because he has liberal values. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> That's because he listens to Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched it this morning. I've watched this movie probably 700 what was times. That? Was there yeah. a Radiohead Same. scene? Did she say something about yep. I remember that vaguely. They're, whiny crybaby music. Whiny crybaby music. They're listening to radio. Paul Rudd is picking up Cher from having just being robbed and oh, assaulted. Right, right. Yeah. And we passed that liquor store when we were in LA. Yeah, it's in North Hollywood. Our Uber driver was like, have you seen the movie Clueless? That's where the robbery scene took place. I'm like, cool. And Paul You could still get robbed there today. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd actually did get robbed. Oh, my God. In that movie. Not in, like, after he was filming the movie. I, was, I don't know. I briefly, like, looked over it yesterday, and he got robbed for something. For an Academy Award for playing Ant-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, he also hasn't aged like one oh, minute since hot. that movie. I know he's fucking hot. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. And his his wife is just a normal lady. Yeah, I mean she's not she like he's married. Celebrity. She's yeah. like a costume so much hotter now. And she, and face. And even hotter now. Looks like a normal lady. Like he's aged insane. Yeah, and she's like a normal age appropriate woman who's aged like an age. Appropriate oh, isn't woman. she like together. an art dealer or something? That. No, I think Maybe? she was like a costume designer or something somewhere tangentially anyway. related to that. But yeah. she's aged. Like, you see them together, and he, yeah. it's just, like, unfair. Yeah, it it's, is I'd be, unfair. If I was his wife, I'd be like, fuck you every single... Because he looks the same. I know, And he's shocking. like... It's like dating Benjamin Button. He's aging so well that I want to look like him. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I want I want to look like him. <laughs> I love that the cover of this magazine is Alicia Silverstone, the star of the movie Clueless, and we're talking about Paul Rudd. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm aging like a ham sandwich left out in Amanda's overly humid apartment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... 
We are now talking about our cover girl from July 1995, Alicia Silverstone, who was, at the time of this interview, filming Clueless. Hence all of the Clueless discussion we will be, we will be doing right now. She, uh, in the article, she thinks she's a big dork. Yeah. And it says she's still... Oh, what is with that photo? What? Jesus Christ. She's wearing uh, like oh, the- a kimono, and it's way too short. Yeah, okay. little, it is a little sexualization. But she was also in the Aerosmith videos. That was very, yeah. like... She was in the Aerosmith videos. You mean when, when Steven Tyler's desperately trying not to fuck his daughter? Oh, my God. That's one of them, yeah. But she's, like, highly sexualized in all of them, including the one where she pretends to kill herself. Oh, yeah, yeah jumps off the... <laughs> jumps off and the bridge puts, oh, and then gives scene. the finger. Yeah. But... Where was I going with that? Yeah, but in the interview that they ask her, they're like, oh, do you think that something about being sexualized in the videos is what got you this job? And she was like, oh, I'm not I'm not a babe. I'm not sexual in those videos. The reason why those videos worked is because of my soul. Yeah, and that's what it says. I have soul. And yeah. if you have soul, it carries through. Yeah, it carries. All right, white like, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it when you're doing rolling with the homies, you have real soul? <laughs> <laughs> that was the rolling one thing about... That was Ty, though. I very She re- was the one who taught her how to do rolling with them. No, that was, it was, um, oh, it was Ty the dude. teaching Brittany Murphy recipes. No, it was Ty the dude in- teach Elliot teaching yeah. Ty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elliot as in, uh, <laughs> she just did the hand movement. as in, Turk it's from not Scrubs? Elliot, Elton, Elton, <laughs> Elton, right. It's Elton. Oh, it's, Elton. That, it's that creep, that yeah. fucking guy. Not who always Scrubs. plays a creep in everything. So he's just got that creep face. By the way, probably a back, creep. when Andrew's out of town, I watch clips of Scrubs saddest moments compilations. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> when I listen to my emo's music. The funniest scene in Clueless for me is the one where Christian takes her to like a dance party and it fully looks like they're in a gymnasium and it is a fully white ska band playing for a fully white group of teenagers. It's really, really funny. And I also really, really love it. At least they're not like No Doubt where they have black members where they have to hide them and not credit them, (laughs) even though they've been in the band for No Doubt's in that movie. Well, it's featured, the soundtrack. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Yeah, you know who's not featured on the photo of that album? The black band members who have been in the band for 30 years. Yeah. Um, But I really, I much like uh, Amanda and probably Andrea and maybe James, um, I fully watched Clueless. I have to have seen it about 800 times. I watch it it like literally six times a year. So, so formative. Some of the catchphrases that came out of there, like, I don't understand how surfing the crimson wave did not catch on, but I am going to bring it back. And the fact that she has that moment with her teacher in front of a bunch of, like, male classmates, and A, nobody makes her feel like a freak, but B, even if it did, they did make her feel like a freak, you can tell she doesn't give a fuck. And I just love that scene where she's just like, I had to haul ass to the ladies. And then Mr. Hall is just like I'm assuming you're talking about women's troubles and I will let that one slide because in modern life we're more about reality where it's I'm surfing the reddish brownish clumps oh fuck no I am the worst you're so the worst oh my god Uh, I have a clueless slang trivia so I'm just gonna throw them out there and ew as if what does it mean like what is the slang it's a I give you a clueless slang it's oh please as if means in your dreams yeah, like no way. No way. Oh, yeah. you didn't scream, As by if. if you're running, you have to go, ah! <laughs> Okay, I'll give D a half a point. Yeah, it kind of means the same thing. Uh, Audi. I'm Audi. 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 Out of here. Okay. Yeah. Amanda got that one. She's, Is there a buzzer? Like, I, I know. No, you gotta go, uh, ah! <laughs> uh, Baldwin. Ah! 
Someone a hottie, a hottie, a hottie, a hot, a hot. Oh, oh like hot Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> a biodome. A Barney. A an bar- ugly, an ugly guy. <laughs> uh, a Betty. Hot, a hot, hot girl. Chick. Okay, Dean and Amanda both got that. James, mm-hmm. you're not getting any of these. I could have. I knew that. I bugging. Insane. Freaking you're out. Going freaking crazy. out. Yeah. Okay. Totally bugging. Chin pubes. Beard. Uh, Beard. Goatee. Goatee. <laughs> goatee. <laughs> Facial hair. Cake boy. Uh, um, gay person. Gay person. Yeah. Whoa. What? Actually means cake boy actually came from, I think, a Run DMC song mm. um, where they talk about how it's, it's, they're talking about a guy who like always gets the ladies, but leaves the men wondering. Mm. And I, th- I, I'm paraphrasing that lyric yeah. completely, but it's basically like that guy that's kind of like the quote unquote metrosexual. Yeah. 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 It's the scene where uh, Murray's like, she's Your like, Your boy Christian is yeah. a cake boy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says, A friend of Dorothy, which yeah. is so clearly written by like a, that's like a 1950s Matache society term of someone who is a big fan of Judy Garland. The writer is a woman. The writer of the film is a woman. Amy Heckerling. Yeah. That's like a teenage guy wouldn't call a gay man. No. Like who's 16, a a friend of Dorothy, which is a metache society term. Well, they go to a really good high school. (laughs) In the heavy clam bit. In on the heavy clam bit. Parties. Yep. Girl party. And it's uh, in the know on a popular (laughs) event. Granola breath. Hippie, hippie, hippie breath. breath. <laughs> it's someone who's extremely liberal. Uh, jeeping. Jeeping? Cheating. Yeah. Cheating. Yeah, cheating. When yeah. he says, you're jeeping on me. Jeeping. Oh. Jeeping. Murray. Jeeping. Uh, Gee a willikers. Mon- a Monet. Uh, uh, pretty from far, but far from pretty. Yeah. <laughs> in trouble. Okay, I think Dean and Amanda won. James, you didn't get shit. I didn't bother jumping in because it seemed really, a lot of them seemed really obvious. Well, clearly not. But I also, like, going back to the, like, the quote-unquote, like, cake boy, which yeah. I, I kind of probably should stop saying that, but, like, <laughs> I really, I really love the character of Christian. He's, like, my favorite, like, secondary character because he's just so clearly, like, okay with his sexuality mm. and, like, doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Well, and at that time, you didn't see a lot of really, no. pro- like, a prominent character that wasn't just, you But know. also, there's, like, there's this currently, like, this thing where it's, like, it's this, like, plot device where, like, the woman has, like, a gay BFF. And, but this is kind of, like, the most genuine um, expression of the girl with the gay BFF where she's actually, like, legitimate and genuinely interested in having a friendship with this boy and the boy is interested in having a friendship with her and they just have this like lovely little like also a jockish teenage black man at the time he pointed out like you don't know that he's gay yeah there was no judgment there's no 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 no, like like, i hate him which would have been like the natural jock response to that but yeah. i kind of like the fact that he's oh, like pointing this out that he's a fucking is awesome turk is an awesome character yeah in scrubs yeah. he's an awesome character his name but is also, murray in the movie yeah. donald Faison, i know his real name the character the actor's name is an amazing character in this too yeah he also explains how he uses the term what does he call her uh Woman. Woman. And he's like, it might, it has playful, but not necessarily misogynistic overtones. Yeah. He's undertones. such a fucking That's a awesome great line. character. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite pickup lines came from that character, Christian. Oh, what? yeah. It's real simple. What is it? Nice, nice stems. stems. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so it's just such a fucking smart movie. It's uh, like everybody should, if you are listening and you did not grow up with like going to see Clueless in the cinema and so you have no idea what the fuck Ooh, we're talking about. Ooh, la in the cinema. <laughs> no, but it's like. 
it's so good it's it tracks till now it's like it's you know it just like it holds up it travels well it's like it's so good particularly the line and may i remind you that the it does not say rsvp on the (laughs) statue Statue of of liberty Liberty. (laughs) like that still holds up to today i think that's a beautiful absolutely like uh, share for prize also the conversation that they have at the cafeteria table or like the table outside when um when ty has that thing that happened to her at the mall where she almost gets like put Mm -hmm. overboard um when she's like talking about how she almost died um if you listen really carefully dion who's actually just like had sex with murray for the first time starts talking about her g-spot literally <laughs> says g-spot i'm like this girl this fucking teen they is just already had getting- sex and he already knows about the g-spot and like already <laughs> i figured out. love it no maybe he doesn't but she's just like i'm busting for a g-spot orgasm and you know what i'm like this little teenager knows where her g-spot is like that's fucking cool that's a lot man. of pressure on murray i know <laughs> sex the no first no time. no I, mean, I know but i do love that like this movie had women talking even just tiny that you you miss it if you blink you'll miss it or if you like yeah. you know if you're not concentrating Nuanced. it's it's very it's kind of throwaway but i was like watching the movie and i was kind of just i'll have it playing just in the background sometimes and i was like kind of like cooking whatever and i was listening to it and I was like did Dion just say G-spot? G-spot, G-spot Where, where can you be? Apparently it was it was supposed to be when Fox bought the rights to it they wanted to have it as male centric characters Ugh. and someone asked me yesterday uh, like when I posted the clueless thing on Instagram like someone commented like what would the movie be about I'm like dudes getting laid that's all any 90s movie yeah. you would have they yeah. probably wanted more male sent they wanted wanted like a bigger storyline for Murray and probably yeah. a white friend like a more prominent white male friend they said they didn't think that uh, the female leads would be strong enough to bring in like an audience or something oh, and it's man. like dude that movie would have that has aged like milk. Flopped. I know that, it, like Jesus Christ, you name any better female led lead, and like they're so young. Yeah, it's amazing. We love Clueless, and also fucking oh my god, Amber's outfits. Oh, Holy fuck shit! Yeah. Just I want to show just oh on god. its own about Amber's and, outfits and, and Stacey Dash's current political takes. Just, <laughs> we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Remember the TV show too, the spinoff. I loved that yeah. show. Yeah, I would love to rewatch. I think there's episodes on YouTube. Really? Just on the, on the internet on our Instagram was like, hey, could you post more about the TV show? Don't boss us around. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, girl. But really, really good casting for Cher in that show. Yep. like yeah. really good. So they look. So similar. I, I like I I like the original casting for Mel the dad better. Mm. I've like come to a conclusion now where I'm like when I was like originally watching this show, much like Alicia Silverstone, I very much resonated or like or like kind of um, connected with the character of Ty. Which whereas now I I rec- I like kind of connect with the t- character of Mel, and all I do <laughs> is just yell at people to get out of my chair. <laughs> Perfect. We're quiet. Guitars, this must be my sex. Was this the theme of the TV show? No, no, it was the first song that was played in the... Was it the first one? No. No, I don't think it was the first time I played it. I think it's when she's getting ready she's with getting like dressed. The, the mismatch thing or whatever. No, no, no that was um, I'm Just a Girl. Uh, oh. Where was that song in the movie, though? Clueless. 
Well, it, the song is called Supermodel by Jill Sobiel. Oh, it was Ty's Makeover. It oh, was Ty's yeah, Makeover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that song is weirdly alternative that I don't remember. And the song you're thinking of for the movie, or sorry, for the TV show was... Um, uh, clueless, clueless, no, I'm not. clueless. It's Give me a clue, get fuck. it. Oh, <laughs> God. I don't think that's it. She I'm a teenage is literally the Polaroid of perfection. Yeah, oh. you had you had you had an interesting fact. That about melody this. was remarkably similar yeah. to my clues. <laughs> I'm gonna be a teenage supermodel. detective. I'm clueless, <laughs> but I'm gonna get some clues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nancy Drew. Um, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna be a supermodel is a super fun song to sing along to until you get to the bridge, um, where she is, is just talk singing and says I didn't eat today and I'm not going to eat tomorrow because I'm going to be a supermodel oh no which is like pro Anna I feel like that was ironic no I don't no I'm going to put this on Jen Subal. Even if it was ironic, though, if it's a soundtrack to a movie like Clueless, you yeah. know that at, at that time, you know, I was buying movie soundtracks when I was yeah. like a preteen, right? So yeah. you, there's a ton of young girls listening to this song in its entirety. Yeah, Absolutely. the lyrics are, I did it yesterday. I'm not going to eat today. I'm not going to eat tomorrow because I'm going to be a supermodel. Uh, probably could have done without that. Yeah, Jill. just cut that out. Eat yeah. the food. Who produced that song? <laughs> you failed. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we are going into our quiz segment. It's always a fun time had by all. On uh, this one, we're going to have Amanda giving the quiz to James. We're going to find out if James is a snob. I am. Do we need a, a quiz weird, for this? A weird quiz. reverse snob where everyone thinks everything's like, I'm like a weird, like, you're not. Are you a snob about being a snob? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not poor or scummy enough. Oh. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, so it says, <laughs> sometimes being too cool can make you a downright cold girl. Okay, yes, this this speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> Take this quiz and see if you're better than thou tood is way out of line. So number one, you go to the fall homecoming dance and spend most of the night A, whispering about and staring down the girls who bought their dresses on special at Shop and Save. Ouch, elitist. <laughs> I know. That's not going to work with me because I'm the opposite of that. Yeah. B, in a tight cluster, hanging with only your select group of friends. Or C, all over the dance floor. Okay, this doesn't work because C, all over the dance floor. Yeah. That's just because <laughs> I like to dance. <laughs> you would be whispering about, you'd be like, oh, look at their clothes that they got at H&M. Those aren't even vintage. No, but yeah, but usually, like, I don't like to talk shit. I used to, I, I, I'm out there being myself. I don't have time. I'm he not would those, be, you, I'm, not one, I'm not one of these people, like, whispering, like, like, James oh, would be spiking the punch, cool wasted, enough. and dancing on the dance floor. I would floor. just, I uh, know. I kind of put myself out there. I don't judge people in that way. It's like, I'd rather, no, I'm not one of these side-talking hipsters who are like, mm. People don't dance no more. They just stand there like this. They cross their arms and stare down and drink and moan and kiss. All I'm picturing is like is all I'm picturing is James like whispering smack about people in the middle of like the sprinkler. Dude, he talks shit about people all the time. Like he'll text <laughs> while me he's dancing. I don't think I do. like. He'll be like, eat. look at this guy's stupid fucking hat, but look not individuals. <laughs> Anyways, next question, please. Okay, number two. You're plowing through study hall when Julie, the girl everyone thinks is a total Satan worshiper, (laughs) begs for your help. You, A, tell her to meet you after school in the science building bathroom away from anyone who might see you together. Taking time to help Julie? (laughs) (laughs) B, ask incredulously, can you possibly be serious? Or C, tell her to pull up a chair. 
B. I'm like, don't waste my time. I don't even know you. <laughs> you don't even know biology. I don't even hear people. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I don't want to spend extra time talking to you, you stranger. Because, because, I'm because, not a helpful person. Because she's a Satan worshiper or because she's a stranger? Because she's a human. Just, <laughs> just based on your idea of what women do in the bathroom, you should be in charge of explaining no biology yeah. to anybody. It's trig, isn't it? Oh, she asked me about, I do trig and she asked me about biology? No, it's, it's oh, trig. Oh, is it trig? It's oh, trig. Fuck. All right. trig. I'm a trig. I don't know. I know yeah. fucking triangles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. Oh, sorry, number three. Trigonometry is just about triangles, right? Yeah, no, that's Triangle all it is. Triangle it's the first day of school and you get assigned to a homeroom with none of your buds in it. You A, kick it in the back row and mutter here when your name is called. B, complain to your friends during every class break about how totally unfair it is to be forced to hang with the lower social order. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Jesus. Or C, plop down. Me and my white supremacist friends. <laughs> <laughs> or C, plop down next to a girl you know from last year's bio class. There's your biology. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And say hi. <laughs> uh, I mutter in the back. Have you ever been that like in that like high school, like you'll be cool and then all of a sudden you're like in a class where you don't know anyone. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're the weird quiet loser. <laughs> or you can what just like, or you can complain to your friends while you guys are talking about eugenics. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving, I would just be quiet. Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. When your older brother offers to drive you to school in his ancient two-tone backfiring Chevy Nova, you say, <laughs> "A, thanks for the lift." B. Hmm, okay, at least I don't have to take the bus with all those carless losers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or C, not. I'd rather walk than be seen in that rusty hunk of junk. See, we have different class values. Like, I would think that was cool to have an older indie rock brother with his old car yeah. driving me to school. Like, hey, hang out with 18 year olds. This is cool. Yeah. You know, who can drive cars. So I would choose B. I would hop on somebody's fucking skateboard while they dragged me around <laughs> rather than turn down a fucking ride it, The home. real question <laughs> is if it was your parents and they made you Yeah, my dad had a shitty car that the transmission was broken and he used to have to back it out with his foot. So I'd always <laughs> duck in the back seat because everyone called us Fred Flintstone. I had really bad poverty shame in high school. So I, I'm going to be honest in this situation. I would rather take the bus... Then with my because I'm inverting this like the spirit of the question yeah and, and reveal how poor my family is I was horrified how poor my family was so yeah. I would take the bus rather than do so that. was that C yeah okay I feel that actually yeah all right the mini polo shirt is this season's must wear oh, <laughs> oh my god he's, he's wearing, wearing a polo one. shirt right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad James is taking this. you you buy a the original Ralph Lauren version with the logo showing loud and clear B the inexpensive knockoff from Express <laughs> that's literally what he's wearing right now it's a knockoff or C a really cool fully util- uh, utilitarian backpack that you've had your eye on all summer that's a non sequitur why does backpack figure like I'm just no no shirt at all no, <laughs> no shirt in a backpack I'm wearing a backpack with no shirt there's yeah. no shirt but you have the logo tattooed on like your chest I have weird confidence <laughs> uh, I would go with the answer B, but I will go B A uh, a version where I buy a knockoff version on the internet. You're a B with an A right. Let's say like All a right. fake. <laughs> let's say like a fake Fred Perry shirt from China, which comes complete with 
tag and Fred Perry and Blaze oh, buttons. Fuck, you're such the a snob. Say Fred Perry on them. <laughs> I want to know if Andrea is actually listening to your answers or just filling out this, this quiz for you. This is the best bootleg shirt I've ever got, <laughs> guys. If you're on the internet and you want to steal from a corporation, oh my god, <laughs> China. China Fred Perry shirts on eBay are fantastic quality. Okay. <laughs> Next, you audition for the part of Sandy in the school play Grease, but you end up getting cast as Rizzo instead. (laughs) Even better. My dream. Yeah. You, A, are psyched that you got one of the leading roles. B, refuse to play Rizzo and get your posse to heckle the girl who won the part of Sandy. Oh, my God. Why are you such a douche? (laughs) (laughs) Or C, uh, take a part in the chorus. At least you'll get to wear one of those tray cool pink ladies. Your answer better be A. I'm Rizzo and I get Rizzo to wear the pink ladies. Exactly. And get to be like. uh, The fucking best character in the movie. Kind of a bully. But she gets Love to feel her. bad, but she feels bad about it later. Yeah. So A. Uh, Rita Moreno was like forty-five years old. Yeah. That actress. Have you yep. seen that meme? That's like I can't believe I thought these were high schoolers when yeah. I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were so fucking old. Like, that crazy. one guy that literally looks like fucking fifty. Olivia <laughs> John looked young. Yeah. But like Rita Moreno looked like a like a thirty-five-year-old once divorced woman. Who's she like, fully <laughs> looked like she t- she like taught like adult lessons to like senior citizens (laughs) adult ed yeah like now she's dating this like like this greaser dropout because she's after her first divorce she played cha-cha right rita marino played uh oh am i getting confused who played rizzo in that movie? stalker channing no tatum channing played magic mike Stalker. Okay. Next question. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Okay. The television character you most identify with is a Angela on my so-called life. B Donna on 90210 or C Hillary on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I most relate with the stockyard Channing. (laughs) Scrapyard Channing. (laughs) Which one? It's a, one of those Whip Hubley siblings, stock, <laughs> scrapyard Hubley. Uh, obviously, uh, Angela from My So-Called Life. Okay. Yeah. I'm always doing that. I'm always asking questions I already know the answer to. A friend shows up at school wearing last year's flower-patched bell-bottoms and platforms. What a dumb bitch! <laughs> <laughs> that was literally all I got. That was literally my be- two best friends in high school were such hippies. And one of them, I have a photograph of Jesse wearing these like like yellow pants with purple flowers all over them. I would them. wear those now. Oh my God, it's so good. Anyway, continue. I just like... <laughs> yeah, I love that outfit. Yeah. Oh, you stupid fucking idiot. I'm going to bully you until you <laughs> drop out of school. Get pregnant. Oh my God. Okay, so you say A. <laughs> want to check out this new stuff at the mall this... Uh, want to check out the new stuff at the mall this weekend? Hint, hint. B. What was the question again? Oh, she shows up wearing last year's oh, threads. Okay. Yeah. B. Oh, my God. You're so last year. And then refuse to be seen with her for the rest of the day. God. <laughs> Or C, cool outfit. Uh, well, I'm going to do my, my judgmental version of this, which isn't necessarily I'd go B. B. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. And let's say like I have a version of a friend who dresses like a fucking idiot. I, you do have that friend. His name's Norm. Yeah. I would, <laughs> Hi, Norm. Oh, no. I, would gently, I would gently nudge them their entire lives to wearing something I approve of. And if they refuse, I would just 
bully them until they drop out of school and get pregnant. <laughs> so because abusive. they're desperately in search of some kind of unconditional love that their child would bring them. Oh my god. Um, that's very rude. And then I will call Let's child just get straight services. to the snob answer. Yeah. <laughs> because you lagged till the last minute in finding a summer job, your only hope for income is to be a litter picker upper at the state park. You A Take the job. At least you'll be outdoors catching rays. Plus, you'll be in spying range of the hunky forest rangers. The hunky, the hunky convicts who do this. <laughs> Convict forest ranger. <laughs> Sometimes they're the same. Uh, B. Take the job and invest in a large brimmed hat in case someone you know picnics near your station, so you can hide. Uh, or C. Diss the job. Broke or not, you'd never in a million years be seen in that geeky green outfit. Yeah. As a child, uh, I would just refuse to work. Uh, I would just like not have money. Like I would rather than do that. Like at that age, at high school, I'm not fucking picking up food on the side of the road like some kind of sex criminal. <laughs> You already sound like a fucking snob, okay? I'm going to I'm going to do your scores right now. So, let's put beep, on beep, the music. Beep, 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 beep. I'm just surrounded by sex criminals who have a pointy stick okay. like no Ease fucking thing. He's on the sex criminal thing, man. <laughs> sex criminals don't get convicted. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. We la- we laugh through our tears. I'm yeah. a beautiful snobby woman. I'm not out there with sex criminals with pointy sticks. <laughs> Fuck. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I hate other women. <laughs> she always laughs at that. All right, James. You are, you got 20 points. You're a snob in training. Oh. Although, although you occasionally stray from your crowd to Fingers hack crossed. with the cyberpunks or play hacky sack with your hippie granolas, <laughs> hippie granola breath, you're more than not, you more than, wait, let me start over. Although you occasionally stray from your crowd to hang with the cyberpunks. What cyber a dumb punks, bitch you are. <laughs> Get through the sentence. Or hack. Drop out of school, you idiot. <laughs> or play hacky sack with the hippie granolas. You more often than not stick with your comfortable clique. You're likable and popular, and you want to stay that way, so you tend to play by the rules as far as the social scene goes. You show your face to all, at all the hot parties and flirt with the cool guys, and you've been known to diss someone who might ruin your image. But if all of your friends jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, you wouldn't exactly follow them. Maybe you should start busting your own moves. Be nice to that transfer student who doesn't know anyone, or join the ceramics club for the heck of it. Ew, they're foreign and poor. <laughs> You'll be amazed at how much. <laughs> Their house smells weird. <laughs> oh, I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> You'll be amazed at how much social life there is outside of your circle of friends. <laughs> no, thanks. Amanda looks uh, horrified. You're such a fucking dude. I just can't stop thinking about his polo shirt right now. <laughs> it's Fred Perry. It's brand name. <laughs> You wouldn't understand because you're poor and stupid and gross. Fuck. Poor people are poor people and they don't understand. And I miss my Uncle Charles. Yo, when he should make gone in front of his home, nothing to do with wrong. (laughs) 
Gotta hold on, gotta be strong. When did it come? Gotta leave to someone you can lean on. I always thought it would be really fun to do Bone Thugs and Harmony at karaoke, but you need like nine people who are all good at rapping. So. Uh, not me, I can do it all by myself. <laughs> I <laughs> literally harmonizing. the crossroads. T H A. I've been going through this whole episode thinking that you guys have been saying Bull Dykes and Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> the crossroads. And I know the band Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I've just can been you name like, them all? no. All of no. the thugs? Yeah. Can <laughs> all the anyone? bone? I don't know. Uh, easy bone? No. <laughs> Peasy bone? G-bone? Lemon bone? Squeezy bone? <laughs> lazy. Oh, yeah, crazy. Lazy. Flesh and bone, who's a unofficial fifth member. Busy bone. And, uh, wait, lazy, crazy. <laughs> I'm busy. impressed. Bro, uh, this sounds like my life. Sneezy. Lazy, crazy, busy. Sneezy. Sleepy. Or Grumpy. Lazy, Dopey. <laughs> Dopey. Busy. Bashful. Doc. Wait, there's not a crazy bone. What the Rudolph. fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> sir. Yes, there is. Crazy, flesh and bone, lazy, wish, and busy. Wish! I forgot. Wishbone. <laughs> That's a little jackass. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Wishbone's a dog. So thank you for joining us for episode 54. Thank you. Thank you. And you can check out Amanda's podcast. You don't know what, what it's, it's like. like. You don't know what it's like. Uh, podcast. Oh, hey, we played that. You don't Tom know how Penny it feels. Song. Oh, wait, that's not the same. It's not the same. No. Thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's close. If you can remember it's that song, close. you can remember that song. You really know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. yeah. You, you can follow Yeah, we follow us on uh, Insta at YDK Podcast. Um, and you can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. And uh, yeah, we just did an episode. Our last episode was uh, discussing hurricane relief for the um, the big hurricane that hit the Bahamas in the summer. Uh, we talked with some cool dudes who are doing a culinary relief tour to raise money for uh, Dorian relief. So are there fire fire fest guys? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Cheese sandwiches for rich kids. <laughs> No, no. Not those guys. they were legit. It's a good episode. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. check it out. Well, thank you guys. Uh, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, girly.mags, Twitter, girly underscore mags. Send us your embarrassing moments. Yeah. Say you love us. Write us, write, write us and a review. Us. We really love reading reviews and we don't get enough of them. So, and yeah. if you're in any kind of dangerous situation, call us first, call, call the police first, call us second. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a phone number listed there, so you know you can just DM us. Yeah. Our phone number is 911. Call us, <laughs> will be very helpful. 1-800-GIRLY-MAGS. <laughs> we should get a hotline. I'd yeah. love to see the kind of people that call us. We should get a 900 number. One blings, that only means one thing. <laughs> Anyways, but love, we you love you. Bye. 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 Bye.